At Alina Health, we care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Parents and children learning about tragedies that are all over the media may find it difficult to process and to discuss. Many young people likely hear about these attacks through social media and have formed opinions, impressions, and questions. This can leave parents and other adults struggling with what to say and share amid the frightening news. Here to speak with us about coping with those tragedies is Dr. Ethan McCullum. He's a licensed psychologist at Alina Health Hopkins Clinic. Welcome to the show, Dr. McCullum. So how can tragedies in the world and the media affect individuals mentally and psychologically? Thanks for having me on. Um, Yeah, uh, over the last uh, decade or so, they've done quite a lot of research on uh, how these tragedies affect us. Um, Really, after 9-11, they started paying a whole lot more attention to this. Um, And surprisingly, these types of high-profile situations can can be really impactful, even for people who aren't directly involved. And, and part of that may have to do with the, the level of media exposure that we get now. Um, but uh, we absolutely can be affected uh, by hearing about things on the news or through social media. And um, many people do have a reaction to those types of, of high-profile events. Have we become numb, do you think, and can these tragedies be more sensitive or alarming for individuals with existing mental health conditions? You know, there is maybe some some truth to uh, people getting numb to, or at least uh, habituating to these types of events. I think that um, something like the Vegas shooting would have been a whole lot more shocking uh, to the nation 10, 15 years ago than it is today. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it's not affecting people. Um, and in terms of people with, with pre-existing issues, that's absolutely uh, the case that they are more vulnerable to reactions. Um, and it's particularly true of, of individuals who have experienced trauma. So if, if somebody's been exposed to uh, combat or has been exposed to uh, a mass shooting event or um, some other type of interpersonal trauma, they may be more vulnerable to uh, experiences like that. But but even going beyond trauma-related reactions, uh, people who have a history of depression or anxiety issues um, may find themselves to have stronger reactions to these types of events. So let's really get into some techniques to practice for coping with these. And along with that, I would like to discuss, you know, how you will discuss this with your children. So first, self-coping. When we hear these stories in the news, what do you want us to do? Yeah, I, I think taking care of yourself is really important. Um, and and probably one of the best ways to cope with these types of events is to, to really make sure that you're, you're still living your life. Um, one of the things that uh, can sort of have a cumulative negative effect is when people start to withdraw, whether that be withdraw from the world or from their social connections. Um, so make sure you're getting out of the house. Make sure that you're reaching out to friends and family, um, particularly for people who feel unsafe in the wake of an incident like this. Um, somebody who feels like they don't want to be in a crowded area or don't want to be going out to a concert or something like that. Now's the time to sort of get back up on the horse with that kind of thing. 
Beyond that, um, focus on the things that you can control. Get good sleep. Make sure you're exercising, eating well. All of those things will help to uh, get people through the the immediate discomfort uh, that comes with this type of event. That's really good advice, Dr. McCollum, is to really get back out there and make sure that even if you are afraid that you involve yourself and get involved, how do we discuss these things with our children? Because that's one of especially kids under 10 and then even with our teenagers. Because I'll tell you, Dr. McCollum, when we heard about the Las Vegas shooting and then there was a possibility that he was in Chicago and had gotten some rooms by Lollapalooza, which my son was at for all four days. It's, it's a tough discussion to have. So speak about having that discussion for under 10 and then over 10. It is. It is a really tough discussion to have. And, and age does really matter. Um, so the way we talk about this is, is going to vary depending on how old your kids are. Um, but I will say talking about it with your kids regardless is, is pretty important. So we like to think that our kids are pretty sheltered from this sort of thing, but um, with with social media, it's becoming less and less true. Um, maybe when we were kids, there was discussions that happened on the back of the bus, but these days with Twitter and, and Facebook and everything, kids oftentimes know as much, if not more, than we do. Um, and trying to keep them sheltered actually can can backfire in the sense that it communicates a message to your kids that they can't talk to you about these things. Um, and the best way to combat that is to be open. That being said, you want to pay attention to where they're at developmentally, and, and a, a child under 10 is, is really not ready to talk about the, the types of details that maybe a teenager would be or would be aware of. Um, so I think in terms of, of working with the younger kids, you want to stick to just really basic facts, um, who, what, where, when, um, in terms of, of what happened, um, and and really emphasize with the younger kids that uh, you're going to be there to keep them safe and that this isn't um, this type of thing, even when it gets talked about a lot, even um, when we can look back on the past year, past couple years, and, and see examples of this, it's a very uncommon experience. With the teenagers, um, they're going to know the details anyways, so pretending like they won't is, is probably counterproductive. Um, and and the older kids are, are going to may want to talk about more details and, and being okay and open to that uh, makes sense. So people often want to do something to feel better about tragedies and even to help our children cope if this kind of thing upsets them, whether they're young kids or teenagers or even other family members and friends. Some people take these things to heart, Dr. McCollum, more than others. So what can we do to feel better about these tragedies? And can we do something to give back? You know, there's text $10 to the Red Cross. There's all those things, but they have a bit of a disconnected feel. So are there some other things that we can do to help our children, our loved ones, ourselves cope that makes us feel like we are making a difference? Yeah, you bet. And that is a really good way to um, combat or counteract some of the negative effects of these high-profile tragedies. Um, obviously, when when we're dealing with something uh, straightforward like a hurricane, there's, there's a lot of different ways we can directly uh, provide relief. Um, and there are some, some charities, donation lines set up for the, the Las Vegas victims. And, and that is one way to give back. Um, but honestly, giving back 
at all to a community or to a group in need is helpful, um, even if it's not directly related to the tragedy. So doing things like um, volunteering at a, a food shelter or uh, a meal preparation place like Feed My Serving Children or something like that is going to help people to feel connected. It's going to help them feel more hopeful and, and like they, they can make a positive difference in the world. So wrap it up for us with your best advice, Dr. McCollum, on reminding kids, ourselves, our loved ones, that there is more joy in life than sorrow, how we can focus on the positive and really what you want them to know about tragedies like this and seeing it all over the media and all the upsetting news and what we can do to kind of turn it around for ourselves so that it doesn't become all-encompassing and really put a drain on the rest of our lives. Yeah, and and this is definitely relevant when we're talking about the media because the media tends to focus on the negative, and we can get to a place where it feels like tragedies like this are are all around us all the time. Um, and with our kids, it's really important that we we supplement um, and go out of our way to identify positive experiences, joyful experiences, share those experiences together. And for ourselves, I think it's just important to remember that. Um, even though with these 24-7 news cycles, something like Las Vegas can, can sort of seem like it's all around us all the time, that the reality is most, most places are safe. Um, most concerts are safe. Most malls are safe. And we need to go out and live our lives. Well, we absolutely have to, and it's great advice for listeners to hear. Thank you so much, Dr. McCallum, for being with us today. This is The Wellcast with Alina Health, and for more information, please visit alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.